listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. We got to play our our guy from yesterday on the 30-second song challenge. Not the whole contest, but guy might have had the greatest accent we've ever had. Uh, the, the, it was a pure Irish brogue. Yeah, and in, in fact, this is the funny thing about it. He calls up, and he, as soon as he tells us he's Irish, what do we do? All right, hailing from Belfast, Northern Ireland, <laughs> by way of Desert Ridge, please welcome Dan to the radio program. Dan, how are you this morning? Uh, brilliant, lad. Excellent. Good to have you along with us. Dan, are you tired of people when they hear your accent trying to appropriate it? Yeah, or, or telling me what percent Irish they are. Uh, <laughs> Yes. I'm, I'm 20% Irish on my mom's uncle's grandson's milkman side. The Murphys, do you know them? Yeah, perfect. It's so funny, the Murphys. So typical right there, yeah. Yeah, of course I know the Murphys. Yeah, they call them Murph, right? Murph, right. Of course. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Being from South Boston, everybody I know is named Sully, Murph, or Oki. Yeah, Yeah. and you know, God, Long Island, New York was heavily like that also. Yeah. Uh, But it's so, I mean, nowadays, if if you try and copy an accent or something people sometimes accuse you of being racist and i'd hate to get to a point where we can't enjoy people's accents i know for myself when somebody calls and they've got a really cool accent or any kind of accent i get interested right away well anytime i hear any sort of accent here in the valley i'm i'm thrilled because we don't have an accent we don't have it yeah yeah, like like you can say there's there's a new york accent there's a boston accent there's a philly accent there's even there's even a california accent there's an upstate new york accent right yeah accent there's a chicago accent the southern accent you know and it and it varies in different places. Like the Alabama accent is different than the South Carolina accent. is different than the Florida accent. Exactly. But here in Phoenix, we have no accent whatsoever. No. None. People go, uh, where are you from? You go, Phoenix. You know what I mean? But yeah, if you, if you say, where are you from? I'm from Birmingham. Oh, all right. Yeah, you know, exactly. You, you kind of get it. You have yeah. no idea where you're from when you're from Phoenix. I took an Uber ride the other day from a, a native Phoenician. That There's no accent to pick out. Right. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So that, and, and, uh, and, and, I think and it's so cool. The, the only time you you can know that somebody is actually, uh, you know, a native-born Arizonan is when they tell you. Exactly. And then, you, and then you're yes. like, oh my god, you're like, you're. Oh, it's like, <laughs> and then you treat a unicorn. Like, then you treat them like a freak of nature, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a unicorn. Yeah. And and the other, but the other, the, the tough part about that, I think I showed you. I when I went to school, when I went to broadcasting school to learn how to be an effective broadcaster, uh, they actually give you a handout on how to speak, you know, how to appropriate somebody's accent. Can you imagine if they they handed that out now. Yeah, they handed be, that out in some sort of a speech course. They handed it out now. That would be cultural appropriation. Exactly. It would be racism. Yeah. It would be, be all sad. these things. Which is so. sad. Uh, you, we, we love accents here on the show. If you have an accent, always feel free to call us. Yes. They're, they're, they're awesome. And by the way, um, our gentleman yesterday did not win in the 30-second song challenge. If we had played Danny Boy, he would have oh, been right there. See, now that's the racism we can all laugh at right there. It's so. the fun kind of racism. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Yeah, this is that time uh, of the week where we sort of take time out to acknowledge uh, some of the strange people in your neighborhood. And by strange people, we mean they're just strangers, but you've given them a nickname because they do something that has caused your reason to define them to people that have never met them. Yep. So you, you got to find some sort of a defining purpose. Like, for example, Mark and I were on the phone yesterday, and my doorbell rang, and my dogs went nuts, and they, was, they were scratching at the door and just, you know, clawing at the door and just scaring the hell out of the, the poor girl on the other side, who is now my new neighborhood nickname for her is The Wanderer, because she was just standing in front of my door with her looking at her cell phone, like just reading her cell phone, looking right. at her cell phone. She didn't have any, like, she didn't have a clipboard. She didn't have, like, any sort of identification stuff. 
So my response was very politely, no, thank you. And then she decided to walk. She, she walked out of my, my driveway and then took a left and then went up to another specific house. It's not like she went to the house next door. Oh, really? So she wasn't like a survey taker. She was specifically targeting certain, certain houses in the neighborhood. So I can only assume that she may have lived in that house up on the corner. But she will now forever be known as right. the Wanderer. She may have been a census taker, and which means she may be dead right now, having her liver served with fava beans and a nice Chianti. But maybe not. Maybe not. So, neighborhood nicknames. Heather Wickenberg. Neighbors who you've given nicknames to. Um, our next door neighbor, we call him, uh, well, we have fires all the time, so we call him, uh, is your fire under control? Because that's what they always say to us, is your fire under control? <laughs> Little bonfire and stuff? Yeah. Cop callers. These are the same neighbors? They're cop yes. callers? Yes. Because we're listening to KSLX at 8 o'clock at night. That's very late, you know. <laughs> cop callers is probably a more easy name. I thought Smokey Bear would be good. Yeah. Smokey Bear. Yes. By the way, there's no the in Smokey Bear. He's Correct. just Smokey Bear. All right. You got another neighborhood nickname for us? Yeah. Um, I used to have this neighbor across the street from me, older Eastern European uh, woman built like an NFL linebacker. She had these huge, huge breasts. <laughs> and um, I used to call her Torpedo. <laughs> so oh, much I forgot her real name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's very nice. Still amazing to me that we can't say that word on the radio. Yeah. Such a fun word, as well, George Carlin once said. Yeah, he said it sounds like a snack. Yes. Yeah. But and, uh, and, and when it really is, really. Yes. When it's all said and done. So I was in my old neighborhood on Saturday. Yeah. How'd that feel? It was, it was interesting. Uh, not, it's not, uh, it's seen better days. We'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of boarded up, a lot of check cashing places. You know, it's A lot of boarded up storefronts. It's interesting because as I've mentioned before, uh, I grew up in the projects in South Boston. My projects are are gone. Like, they've knocked yeah, your, them down. They've your neighborhood down. has become gentrified. Yeah. It's, a, it's an expensive place to live yeah, now and a cool now. place to live now. Yeah, it was never that cool. I mean, they, they put all the all the poor white trash Irish next to the ocean where it's cold and, and you know, clammy. Yeah. Now they've knocked all those projects down and they put up these, like, condominiums and, like, these townhouses and stuff like yeah. that because waterfront property is desirable now. Right, exactly. So all of a sudden, you know, your neighborhood is not quite the same. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, that happens here. I mean, uh, what is it? I mean, we're only 100 and something years old as a state and if any building is more than 25 or 30 years old that we don't renovate it we just knock it down and build a new one we're just disposable yeah. completely it's, disposable it's just a weird thing traveling around your old neighborhood you know i hadn't been there in 10 years since the last reunion yeah so it's yeah it's uh, taken a couple of lumps in now, the 10 years i was gone now do you still tell people that's where you're from even though you've been living in arizona for 30 something years uh, you it's tell my people, hometown you know yeah yeah it's, all right those, those are the formative years, the wonder years, if you will. <laughs> well, now, who are the people? I feel like I owe you an apology, by the way. For what? Uh, well, you know, despite what you hear every morning, we actually plan this show out the day before. We sit down and, and have a, a phone call. And uh, as I mentioned yesterday, I got that uh, unexpected knock at the door, the, the, the oh. ringing of the doorbell. And, and the my dogs, my went, dogs nuts, went nuts. Yeah. And, and it was like we couldn't hear each other for the better part of two minutes. Yeah. Because they just kept going. They were, you know, they were they were jumping at the door. And as I looked through the and – and I'm like I'm, – I don't open the door when anybody knocks or rings my doorbell uh, because I have two big German shepherds. And not that they will attack you, but they will scare the hell out of you. Yeah, well – So this, this girl that was on the other side of the door – 
yeah. would have been would have been totally terrified by it. By the way, that's Paul apologizing to Mark. Somebody write that down. Yeah. Um, well, but, it's so rare that it needs to happen because yeah, because I'm usually it, no. It, it was weird. so accommodating to you. Weird though, because uh, you know you said she. That's weird. She's, I don't know who she's she walking is. away from my house, going to another house, but not the next door neighbor. Right. It was it's, like a rant because you. If it's a salesperson, they're banging from house right, to house. That's what to it was. House to house. She didn't have she didn't have the clipboard. She didn't have the, like the the little you know the little the the badge stuff like that. She didn't go from my house right across the street. She went like all the way up to the corner. Hey, Neander Paul, I I think I had that same. I live in Chandler, and I had that same girl come to my front door yesterday. Did you? So she was like a teenage girl with just looking at her phone. Yeah, blonde hair, like dark pants. I saw her on my my cam, and I didn't answer the phone, the door. What area of Chandler do you live in? And I'll tell you if that was if it was the same girl. Elma School and Elliot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same girl. Yeah, she had like a. I think Weird. she had a. She had like a striped shirt on. I think they were dark pants, but I don't remember. But she was shuffling. Her phone looked like it was bedazzled. Yeah, exactly. I All saw right. her too. All right. Are you calling from your panic room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was going to get torn yeah, apart by my dogs. <laughs> Yeah, right. it, it was really weird because as I looked out, you know, I look out the, you know, I've got the, I don't know what they call, what kind of cathedral window type right. things on the top of the door, and I looked out and I saw her, and literally, I mean, how long did it take me to get to the door from the time the, the doorbell rang? But 12, 10, 12 seconds, yeah, maybe that I went from one end of the house to the other, went and went to look out the window. At that time, she had her nose already buried in her cell phone, sure. and I politely said no, thank you to whatever she was selling, whatever it was. As she turned and walked away, her phone never came away from I don't know nine inches from her face. She just looked at her phone and was shuffling down the street like her pants were around her ankles, like, her, like like she was like she was a member of a chain gang. The way she was just sort of shuffling, looking at her phone the whole time, completely unaware. Had there been like an open manhole cover, she would have dropped right yeah. into it. It's very funny the way people react when somebody rings your bell randomly during the day. Like if I'm if I'm sitting at the kitchen table at three o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday and somebody rings the bell, I'm like. Oh my God! Who is that? Right? Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is unbelievable. Yes. What an intrusion! How dare How they? How dare they <laughs> announce and, their presence and, in the middle of the day when yep. business is being done? Yes, and usually it's somebody dropping off a package and they're already gone by right, the time yeah. I get to the door. Yeah, that but, happens all the time. I, but it, it used to be. It's unusual now that somebody comes to your door. It used to be common with your your vacuum cleaner salesman, your Encyclopedia Britannica salespeople, right, yeah. your your Jehovah's Witnesses. They came twice a day. Actually, yeah. No, I got uh, you know my my little brother was great uh, growing up. Up, the Jehovah's Witnesses would come, and he would know it was them, and he would just open the door and go, haven't seen anything, and shut the door. <laughs> anyway, <it's laughs> didn't, just, didn't see yeah. it, didn't, didn't witness a thing. Just kind of a another place in time. So if you've seen this girl with the bedazzled phone. <laughs> yes, be on the lookout. She is considered bored and dangerous. I was just going to say, she's not at all dangerous. She's sort of lethargic and <laughs> apathetic toward your presence. Merry Christmas. Let me be the first to say Merry yeah. Christmas and welcome to the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. Yeah, let's do this thing, okay? Tomorrow's Dumbass, by the way, which we'll do right around the same time, is another case of do-it-yourself extermination instead of calling an expert. Always winds up with trouble. We're sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com, and we got a local dumbass that we promised you. Oh, excellent. And thanks to everybody who sent this over to us. It's really quite the story. Uh, it all went down on August 29th with our 19-year-old dumbass. And you know what? Since we're talking about it, it's 9-11, trying to be a little bit nicer to people today, a little more thoughtful, I'll just give you his first name, okay? I'll leave his last okay. name out. All right, well, why? Because I'm a nice why? guy. But, but you know what? It's a local hero. First name is Jace. 
Oh, well, there aren't going to be many of those. So that narrows it down. Being 19 years old, let's face it, he, statistically, he's already a crap driver, right? But uh, being intoxicated makes it 10 times worse. Well, yeah, it makes everything 10 times yeah. worse. So bad, in fact, was his driving that Jace was driving the wrong way. And I don't mean incorrectly or poorly. I mean the wrong way. Oh, another wrong way driver. Yes. Well, that's not, see, again, you're, you're not singling him out because that's not exactly <laughs> right. a unique phenomenon, the wrong way driver here in the Valley. And I did ask people about that at my reunion, whether it was commonplace on Long Island or not. And they're like, what are you talking about? Right. But uh, he's driving the wrong way on 202 near Priest Drive. And yes, eventually caused a crash. Uh, once officers got to the scene, they were told by witnesses that Jace had taken off on foot, which makes sense because there's no way they can track his car to him. They don't keep records on stuff like that, do they? What, on, on somebody that owns a car? Yeah. They no, 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 no. Each yeah, car, yeah. no car is, is, is tied to any no, one particular person. Can't track it, can't trace <clears throat> it. That's ridiculous. Don't uh, be stupid. The police did did find Jace, though, pretty How? easily. How did they do that? Well, he was the only one who could barely walk or talk and had watery eyes that they uh, saw. Right. So he was he was a, a good candidate. Maybe he has allergies. <laughs> the officers. And an inner ear infection. You don't know. You're speculating, Mark. Innocent until proven guilty. Well, that's why they decided, you know, a blood draw is in order here. Oh, so they're vampires now. Yep. yep. Okay, this is getting creepy. They took him to the DPS station, took his blood, and he came in at a point two three five. That was my cume in uh, my fresh, freshman year of, of uh, college. Really, mine was zero point, point zero. zero. You have no grade point average, Mr. Blutarski. Jace was almost three times the legal limit. Congrats. Well, if you're going to do something, do it right. Yeah, but the, the classic move that Jace pulled, it's an all-timer here, was trying to bribe officers while driving oh. to the station. Oh. Is that wrong? By, that, offer, by offering I that them. Was wait wrong. a second. Wait, Uh-oh. wait for it. Oh, boy. By offering them not money, but cocaine. Of course. In exchange sure. for letting him oh. go free. Wow. Oh, just a symphony of stupidity. We'll end on a high note. There's Jace. He's the Mark Neanderthal, dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. It's time to talk about my redemption, my validation, my vindication. What did you do that I... That okay. you made, boy, I, you are really hung up with this. I told you. So... You've made fun of me for this for the last few years. And, I, and I've told this story for many years because it is kind of a funny story. Right. Um, at my 20th high school reunion, I went up to say hi to somebody. Or I, I just found myself standing next to a guy who I went to elementary school with. Okay. And then his name is right in front of mine in the alphabet. So he sat in front of me in homeroom in junior high and high school. So that's six more years. So 12 years total. All right. We knew each other. Went up, said hi at the 20th reunion. Right. And he didn't know me. Yeah, I told you the story, right? Yes, well, and, 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 I, I, and, I, and I keep telling you, it's because you're completely unremarkable. <laughs> you are you're a, you are a nondescript schmuck who does not stand out in any way, shape, or form in a that, crowd. That is cruel and untrue. But after that, I went back to some other buddies, and they're like, hey, what? And, I, and I'm kind of like, I got this crazy look on my face. They're like, what's wrong? I said, I can't believe it. I just got big time by Dean Dergarabedian. Totally big time. He didn't right. know me. Yeah, he, you got big time. And they're like, you got big time by a guy who was probably way more important than you are. <laughs> he way was, more memorable than you are. He's a state champ wrestler. So he yeah, was, yeah, he yeah. was pretty noteworthy. There you go. All right. So, so there you go. So he went to states is what you're saying. <laughs> he did go to states. Did you yeah. go to states? Uh, no. No, because he's notable and you're not. <laughs> you can't see this, folks, but I am giving him the finger. Yeah. So. That's, that, that's the amount of people who knew who you were. Your 20th but grade. <laughs> here's what happened this past Friday night at my 40th reunion. Okay. All right. A bunch of us after the reunion, we're at this bar. We're around a high top table. Right. And all of a sudden, who comes strolling over towards the table? 
It's Dean Dugarabiti. Oh, this is your chance so, to get revenge. So, revenge is no, sweet. I, I wasn't going to do anything, but I can see my friend Rick has mischief in his eyes, you know? Okay. So Dean comes over to the table, and Rick's like, hey, Dean, how you doing, man? Hey, you know everybody here at the table. Oh, let me introduce you to somebody you don't know. This is Mark Devine over here. Right. And, and Dean goes... What are you What are you talking about? I know Mark. I, I went to school with him. I, hell, I know where he lived. He lived right down the street. You make a right. And and I'm like, yeah, exactly. You do know me, right? And we're all laughing at this point. And Dean's like, what the hell's going on? Right. And I'm like, okay, here's the story. And then I told him the whole story. And he's like, I, I don't remember any of that. He goes, are you sure it was me? I was like, I'm totally sure it was you. I know you. So I don't believe a word that's coming out of your mouth right now. Why? Because I, I'm it's telling really, you the truth. It's, it's easy right. for you to tell me the story because you've had plenty of time to to concoct this story. And I bet you've been planning this the whole time no. since you decided to go to your 40th. No. Just to try and make me look bad is what you're trying to do no, here. You, you, you are you, trying you do to big that, time me. You do that by yourself. You're trying to big time me right you, now. You don't need my help I don't that. believe a word you're saying. All right, then, whatsoever. If you I, don't I'm calling shenanigans. Pick up line four of the telephone please hello good morning dean good morning how are you doing this isn't dean i'm it, doing great who, Listen, who, i gotta start this off by apologizing for making you live with that rejection for 20 years <laughs> i truly truly do not remember the incident now there's probably a lot of reasons why but i do apologize it certainly wasn't you that i didn't remember you know what it's it's funny dean because i believe that night you were wearing if not if not sunglasses heavily tinted shades inside a building at night so maybe you were going through some kind of a-hole phase i don't know or you had your glaucoma was acting up in some way shape or form i'm not can't we just blame substance abuse, gentlemen? We, we can. Okay. I, you know, All I right. mean, that's sort of the, the universal excuse. Are you seriously <laughs> trying to tell me that you don't remember why you didn't remember him? <laughs> I don't remember not remembering him. Right. But I blocked that whole incident out of my brain. Well, he's yeah, easily forgettable, I, I think, is what you're saying. No, no, no absolutely not. I, I knew where he lived. He somewhat hung out, certainly knew each other yeah, for 12 we, years. Yeah, we, and he was more than unremarkable. Yes, exactly. Exactly. He's, he's uniquely unremarkable. Dean, Dean, that's the nicest compliment I'll get all day. More than unremarkable. I yes. love it. Uh, you know, it's well, funny. I, I, uh, it was funny. When, when you started coming over, I'm like, this has got to be fate here. And I knew Ricky was going to start something immediately because, you know, you, you grew up with Rick for 12 years. So, yes, you know, the trouble he got into. But uh, <laughs> if, I don't know if you can hear this, Dean, but Paul's playing very sappy music in the background. No, I'm, so. I'm playing the song that needs to be played. <laughs> what, is it? what is it? Unforgettable. Oh, unforgettable. <laughs> That's so, what you are. So listen, I, I I appreciate you checking in. This this I did rig up in the last day. I publicly apologize for that, though. Yeah, you know what? It, and, I tell you what, when you came over and started talking Friday night, it was like, I was like, not only does this guy remember me, but he's actually way cooler than I remember. <laughs> I don't know about that. No. But all I know is I will be out... I kill the music. What the hell's the matter? With All right, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying. To, I was just trying what to set I the mood. You guys are having is, such a bro moment right now. Yes, 
Well, I'm going to go further than that. I will be in Arizona in the next six months for work, and I nice. would love to take you and Rose out to dinner. Oh, look you at you. What? It's the least you can do for the decades of abuse <laughs> that you had to go through. <laughs> Actually, that is a hell of an offer. We'll we'll get something together. I would love to see you out here. It, it, it's fantastic living out here. You're actually still living in Baldwin, Long Island, where we grew up, which is uh, – there weren't many. It's, it's kind of like you're one of the few of the proud. Oh, okay, you could say I'm kind of a sad, sad sack. You can go through that. I never no. left the hometown where I did. No, no, no all, all good, man. You I, get you know. a little revenge on the way out. <laughs> just, just remember, Dean, you're talking to Mark Devine. You went to school with him. <laughs> yeah. Just making no, sure. We're, clear. we're much, we're not much clearer than we were 20 years ago. Okay, right, sure. No, I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. And by the way, I, I'll, I'll just do this now. If we're going to see each other six months, I'll just prepare you. I am going to nag you because I saw you smoking the other night. Oh, and boy. I was like shocked. So that is true. But I did get up and run five today. I'm an anonymous. An anomaly. Anomaly yes, is the word you're you looking go. for, yes. <laughs> hey, he went through the Baldwin School District. We yeah, don't learn words I don't, like I was that. Say, um, exactly. And with that accent, it's <laughs> easy to trip over your lower lip. I can get it. <laughs> Dean, and, you... And you I'm going to meet. We're going to have a conversation. Uh, yeah, I, mean, yes, right. I, know how this, I know how this works. I'm going to see you up the rink. Yes. Hey, state, state champ wrestler on the phone here, so somebody's going down. City, so. city champ wrestler. Oh, come, uh, city uh, champ is nothing compared to a state champ well, in New York go, State. I would have gone to states had I not lost the tooth for putting my face where an elbow belonged. Okay. All right. <laughs> now who's looking for a time machine? Not only will we have dinner, we can have a celebrity match. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do. I can. I am the master of the Iron Claw, just so you know. Yeah, that's right. All right, Dean. Hey, have, have, a, have a great day. You too, man. Hang Thank on the line, checking man. In. Appreciate it. All Hang right. on a second. There you go. All there right. goes your buddy, Dean. Uh, that, I, how much did you have to pay him to, to say he remembered you? Not, he was He was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. I am so sorry. He was, you know, and I was like, don't don't sweat it. It's actually been a great story. I've gotten a ton of mileage out of it. Yeah. Well, now but, you've got nothing left to talk about. You're You're back to being unremarkable. Oh, uh, no. I have this jerk who I work with every morning. I oh. tell everybody. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to.